0: Welcome to Experience, Meet the Expert podcast program. It's a new series of seven short interviews of our team of experts to explore what is now the new normal following the outbreak of the global COVID-19 pandemic. We're investigating how to face up to new challenges and identify innovative solutions to ensure that you can be better placed to deal with emerging challenges throughout this unprecedented time. Today, we're going to be talking about the adoption of predictive analytics and how they can safeguard financially fragile and at-risk customers. My name is Dominic from I'm the Thought Leadership and Content Manager at Experian, and I'm here today with Anders Nielsen. He's an analytics consultant lead at Experian. So Anders, given this year has really been unlike any other most of us have lived through, it's probably fair to say businesses are seeing a massive shift in behavior.
1: Uh, yes, that's true. The economic environment has really changed in a massive way. Just before the pandemic started the, bank, uh, started, the bank's non-performing loan levels had actually been falling for quite a few years. And then when the pandemic came, uh, it caused immediate hardship for many consumers and businesses. And uh, I think we have all seen that uh, many businesses have found that their business model was no longer working very well in the face of COVID. I mean, An obvious example is, for example, restaurants even many consumers have been faced with either job loss, underemployment and concern of the future. And uh, I think in UK, uh, you can see that uh, almost 2 million UK mortgage borrowers have taken payment holidays. That's really one out of six mortgage borrowers. So it's clear that um, the banks are deeply affected as well because of the hardship of the businesses and the consumers it means that banks also lose a lot more money on credits that are not paid back. So. It's clear the pandemic is bad for everyone, consumers, businesses, and also the lenders. And um, early warning systems, the topic we're talking about today, it's a very effective tool that helps all the stakeholders.
0: Sanders, can you tell us a bit more? or will explain what an early warning system is.
1: Yes, an early warning system is a solution that enables early identification of fragile customers. So it helps the bank to, uh, identify the customers that are fragile, and then help them before the situation of the customers becomes very bad and um, many customers financial situation can actually be turned around if the discussion with the bank happens early enough But the irony here is that many customers in these situations They do not really contact the bank until it's too late and many don't actually <laughs> they try to avoid the contact with the bank so it's really up to the bank to initiate contact and try to uh, help customers and an early warnings uh, system help banks do that. That's why they're so important.
0: Oh, well, that's interesting. So it's the banks helping the customers, for the customers help themselves. So, how, in your opinion, are yeah. banks and lenders, successfully managing existing customer relationships in the face of the risks that are posed by delinquency from the pandemic?
1: Yes, for sure, early warning systems, uh, developing and implementing early warning systems is a key initiative for any lender uh, even before the pandemic, but in the pandemic even more so. And again, as I explained here, that um, the banks that actually use early warning systems, they can identify fragile customer earlier, and they can act much earlier to help the customers turn around. And even in the cases where customer relationship is beyond resolution, it's good. even the customer and the lender to start these discussions as early as possible because there's a lot more solutions and options on the table if these conversations happen um, earlier than than they would do if the the customer just initiated these uh, conversations
0: okay so timing is everything so with that in mind what point would you advise lenders to consider taking action to safeguard their customers from falling into defaults or being referred to collections teams
1: so traditional banks have always taken after taken action after the customer had missed a number of payments. And um, at this point, the customer relationship might be handled by a collections department, and the chance of restoring the customer relationship would already be very small. And the key difference um, between the traditional approach and using an early warning system is that um, an early... Uh, the warning system can accurately identify these uh, fragile customers and, and customers that are not even delinquent yet. so so fragile customers can be helped uh, through uh, finding the most effective actions when they've identified them. and uh, many of these fragile customers can be helped through automated actions, but some of the very fragile customers they need some communication with the bank staff to turn the situation around. but of course for these customers, it's worth the effort, I mean worth the time and uh, resources to do that, um, but from many of the, the broader, uh, the masses of the customers, you cannot, of course, take individual contact to the customer. So it's important to identify really which are the customers that are most fragile so you spend your valuable resources to support exactly these customers.
0: I see. So can you tell us how an early warning system is developed, Anders?
1: Yes. A bit Starting a bit at a high level, an early warning system is developed with data and advanced analytics that predicts financial fragility in the very near future. Of course, it sounds a bit like a traditional risk model, um, but there are some crucial differences. The first difference is that an early warning system uses new types of data elements. These are already available to banks, um, but some of these are specific to an early warning system. And it focuses the data sources narrowly on only one purpose. I mean, essentially to identify fragile customers, but not just general risk management. The second point is that the development of an early warning system can use analytical methods that can be used in risk models that are intended for capital management. And the third point is that the outcomes that are predicted for early warning systems are not restricted to those that are used for traditional risk models, which again are used for capital management. So there's a lot more flexibility in terms of what are the outcome, and you can then focus the outcome that the predictive model uh, predicts. So you get more effective uh, predictive models. That, that, those are some of the reasons why early warnings models are much more uh, predictive for the purpose that they are intended for.
0: Thank you. That's really interesting. So. First, what's the basis of that analysis and what types of data are being used by lenders to help safeguard their customers
1: yes so, so it's clear that a comprehensive view of customers is critical to making a very powerful early warning system and the actual data that are used depend on what's available in each specific jurisdiction but there are three types of data that are commonly used these are internal data in- external data and macroeconomic data Internal data is um, some, of course, most banks have traditional internal customer information, but some of the banks that are more advanced also use transaction data information to get some deeper insights and a lot more dynamic. There's information that can be used uh, from the point of application, but many of these become outdated, so it's important to be careful not to use uh, any kind of internal uh, application data. Then there's external data. Recently there's open banking data that has become available. And this can be used with credit bureau data to get a holistic uh, credit market view of the customer. So, so you look outside of the bank to so any kind of credit provider. And some credit bureaus offer deeper insights, such as indebtedness measures, event triggers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, there's a lot of external uh, data available. And um, the third form I mentioned was macroeconomic data. Macroeconomic data is especially important for businesses where some very specific uh, Some specific industry segments can be be sensitive to some macroeconomic drivers. And uh, consumer fragility, of course, is also related to macroeconomic drivers. And one very obvious example is when the house prices go down, then, of course, that has a very big impact on mortgage borrowers.
0: I see. Could I ask, what's the regulator's position on this? And is the adoption of early warning systems viewed favorably by regulators?
1: Yes, so it's interesting to see that regulators in recent years have insisted actually that banks use early warning indicators to make sure that uh, they identify fragile customers. But early warning indicators are mainly just static indicators like DVD thresholds or some industry level thresholds, but of course also other things. but early warning systems are much more dynamic because they are developed on a, in, a, in a, using predictive analytics, and it's therefore more effective than just a static early warning indicator. And um, that's one of the reasons why that uh, early warning systems are better than early warning indicators. But again, it's something that the regulators really want. And you can probably see that it's very important to have these kind of early warning assessment, assessments, so they can. Uh, improve the customer portfolio, and that helps the bank continue business in an orderly way and continue to offer credits even in severe crisis. And of course, that's also the interest of bank regulators.
0: So Anders, could you mention some examples of interactions with customers that are possible due to an earlier interaction?
1: Yes, so the key to helping fragile customers is to offer advice and concrete solutions that correspond to their problems. And this kind of advice can be very different for customers in different situations. Some customers even if they are mildly delinquent, are not really uh, fragile and they only need some automated customer care reminder in case they had forgotten to make the most recent payment. They typically wouldn't need a lot of uh, interactions and actions. Other customers may face um, a temporary reduction in income, and the bank could provide a solution which could be six months of payment holiday, an extension of the loan term, and that could uh, resolve their problem. A much more serious kind of situation could be a very fragile customer that's unlikely to be able to afford their home, even if they were given a payment holiday and a mortgage restructuring. That situation means that the customer might not be able to hold on to their home. But even here, it's better for the customer to have that early conversation with the bank to find out that they really need to sell their home through a real estate broker, rather than losing uh, some of the equity through a property reposition or or a default option. So, so again, it, it gives a lot more options. If you go in early, you have a lot more options for helping the customer, which of course also helps the bank. So that early resolution is important for everyone.
0: Thanks, Anders. Uh, that's really interesting. So there really are quite a few options on the table. The thing I suppose to bear in mind is we know no two lenders are ever the same. Do you have any examples or case studies to highlight how early warning systems have made a difference to a bank's customer?
1: Yeah, we do. So one international banking group uh, had some good systems and processes to manage customers that uh, were becoming delinquent, that already were delinquent, but they recognized that they didn't really have a lot of processes in place uh, that that could identify fragile customers before they became delinquent or very early delinquency. And uh, we helped them implement a early warning system and um, that that significantly improved the, the situation by, improving of course the effectiveness of collections because they could collect earlier and they could also reduce the exposure of uh, customers where, where this was uh, the best interest of the bank um, so, so the collections process was improved by quite a lot um, the cost to col- the field rate was reduced by 25% the, the cost to collect was reduced by 20% and the number of the accounts were reduced by fifteen percent and all of this was actually achieved while the customer care processes and attrition levels actually improved. So so it seems that it was even good for the customer relationships. Another case where we helped uh, launch a pre-collection process based on predictions of uh, customer fertility, and it helped reduce the number of accounts that were sent to external collections. And um, this, this project saw Hundred more than hundred million of outstanding sums that were moved back to regular I mean, on time um that's it decreased the cost to collect by uh, more than twenty percent and the uh, annual loss reduction amounted to to more than a million euros and again, in this situation, it still improved the customer relationships, the reputation of the bank, and even the loyalty that was measured by the bank's customers.
0: Thank you, and this is some uh, very big uh, numbers there. Um, That's a fantastic summary uh, with some really impressive results. Uh, I appreciate you've uh, covered a lot of ground there very quickly, and hopefully this is an area we can revisit in the future. Thanks again for joining us.